What is up, Steel Studies? Happy Practice Friday, Thursday, February 10th, 2022, and welcome to episode number 30. 30, jeez, man, 230 of the study session, and I am so grateful that you're joining me here today on another episode talking Pittsburgh Steelers football. We've got a really a surprise announcement that we got yesterday from the team in regards to their new wide receivers coach. We're going to get into that along with some other nuggets. But just want to thank you for joining me here. My gratitude and appreciation to you for being supporters of the study, for listening, reading, sharing. It truly does mean the world to me, so thank you for that. I would love to connect with you. Please drop me a line. One of three ways you can comment directly on the website. You can drop me an email at thestillstudy at gmail.com, or you can also give me a follow on Twitter at stillstudy. Would love to connect with you. Get your question, comment, feedback on the show. Every Saturday, I do the Steelers Saturday mailbag, in which I get your question, comment, feedback on the show, and you basically drive the content for that day. So would love to make that happen. And also, please be sure to check out the podcast that I do with Jim Wexel over on his site, The Still City Insider. That podcast is called The Still City Insider Podcast. We will be recording a new episode Tuesday of next week at the dark hour of 5 a.m. We'll publish somewhere in between 6 and 6.30 a.m. And it's a lot of fun. Jim is super insightful having covered the team since 1995. So you don't want to miss it. Be sure to check that out. And so let's get into it. So the Steelers did not renew wide receivers coach Ike Hilliard's contract. And somewhat of a surprise, he was well-respected in the locker room. And Frisman Jackson has been hired as the new wide receivers coach. Now Jackson was with the Carolina Panthers since... 2020. Uh, He has some connections to Matt Canada, but he will now be the new Steelers wide receivers coach. Uh, And somewhat of a, I would say it's a mild surprise. Again, it's not like wide receiver coach gets a lot of attention, but as far as I was concerned or as the media was concerned this past year, it didn't seem that there was any dissension or lack of cohesion between the receivers, the team, Coach Tomlin and Ike Hilliard. So this was kind of out of left field. So you have to wonder if there was maybe a disconnect between Hilliard and what Matt Canada wanted to do from a passing game perspective. But the Steelers will now have a new headman looking over that wide receivers unit, and that is Frisman Jackson. Now you have to wonder what type of impact that has on the locker room because there were a lot of players who were uh, tight with Hilliard. There were some reports that some of the players were upset. I'm sure there won't be that much of a trickle-down effect because it's happening so early 
in the offseason, it'll be forgotten about. Uh, players will move on. But there were reports that said that there were some players that were shocked, surprised, and upset. So we are still waiting for the official announcement on Terrell Austin being named the defensive coordinator. It was announced, I guess, not formally that he is the next defensive coordinator that was leaked from sources, but there has been no official announcement yet. You would have to think that that is coming soon. We still don't know who will be coaching the Steelers offensive line. That has not been shared yet. And also, too, we have not heard any type of announcement around who will be the next Steelers general manager. It's been reported that Kevin Colbert will step down following the draft. Omar Khan, Brandon Hunt have both been reported to be replacements, possible replacements for Colbert, but nothing official has come out about that. There was some scuttlebutt and speculation that Lewis Riddick, who was um, on the executive team for the Philadelphia Eagles a few years back in the personnel department, and uh, I think he was on ESPN, that he is being interviewed for the Steelers GM position. But again, there's no movement no news in terms of anything regarding those spots. And you would have to think that that will be coming soon. And so the other thing I wanted to talk about today is I am currently in the process of working on my first mock draft of the year. And it's been difficult, to say the least. I think I have a pretty good feel for what the needs are for this team. But now translating that into selections with the available picks that the Steelers have, it's not been easy. And I could say that where I stand today, I don't feel great about my mock and where it is. Now, I will be unveiling that to you on Saturday. Uh, I will be discussing it in detail on the Still Study podcast, so you're going to want to check that out. But uh, I'm just having I'm having a difficult time, especially in this first round, because I don't know how everything is going to shake out in terms of these quarterbacks. I am of the belief that if Kenny Pickett, Malik Willis. Desmond Ritter, Sam Howe, I think if any of those four, maybe even Matt Corral, if any of those five are available in the top 20, I think the Steelers think long and hard about pulling the trigger. Now, I've been reading a lot, studying a lot. I'm seeing that a lot of media covering the NFL draft are projecting only two quarterbacks to go early in that first round before the Steelers picked those two quarterbacks being Kenny Pickett and Malik Willis. I'm seeing other things saying that both Willis and Pickett will be available around pick 20. So it's just trying to figure out how things are going to shake out. And that's really dictating where the rest of my mock goes. And as confident and comfortable as I felt about the Steelers 
getting a QB in the first round for, for whatever reason as I'm going through this exercise, I don't feel as confident. So again, I'll get into more detail on the justifications for my picks, how I have this shaking out. But man, it is it is challenging me. It is challenging me. And again, doing these types of exercises gives you maybe a glimpse into the perspective of the GM, the coach, the organization, what they have to do. It's it's a massive puzzle piece. Excuse me, it's a massive puzzle and trying to fit those pieces together, it's not easy. So the Steelers have their work cut out for them in the draft, but they are more skilled at this than I am. Um, but again, very excited to share that with you this coming Saturday. I will mention that this is a deep draft for offensive linemen. So I've been trying to keep that in my mind as I go through the, the mock draft process. And I'm also keeping in mind something that I've referenced on the show that Jim Wexel's talked about before is that you draft generational players. You draft all pro caliber players. And so trying to determine whether or not somebody's going to drop like that to pick 20. But then also, too, knowing that it's a deep draft and offensive lineman, do you burn your top pick on a blocker when you could get somebody in the later rounds that maybe in previous years would have been a first or second round pick? So those are other things that I'm considering as I go through this process. But anyway, be on the lookout putting a lot of time into this that is coming Saturday and studying 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 that is it that is the end that is the conclusion of episode number 230 my gratitude and appreciation to you please drop me a line one of three ways you know how to do it get your question comment feedback on the show please be sure to check out the podcast that I do at Wex it is linked in the show notes And on this beautiful Thursday, sun is shining out here on the eastern side of PA. Remember, life is beautiful in the black and gold. Peace, everyone. Make it a great day.